Well, the shockwaves from last week's news of 215 bodies being found at the site of a former residential school in Kamloops uh, continue to reverberate right across our country. We have to acknowledge the truth. Residential schools were a reality, a tragedy that existed here in our country, and we have to own up to it. Kids were taken from their families returned damaged or not returned at all with no explanations. This Prime Minister speaking about this discovery and how it drives home a point that's been known in many of these communities for a good long while, but now there is hard, concrete evidence. Uh, This revelation really has revitalized the residential school story, and it's pushed the truth and reconciliation process into the national spotlight this week. There's absolutely no doubt that there will be more, likely many more discoveries just like this one in the coming days. Dr. Catherine Morton-Richards is a PhD candidate at Memorial University in Newfoundland, an expert on residential schools in our country, and she joins us now. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, Catherine. I appreciate your time. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Now, this discovery, as I say, it's really not a surprise for all Canadians by any means. People in the community and communities Uh, with ties to these residential schools, knew about this all along, right? They've known about this one and many more for generations in our country. Absolutely, and that's that's the frustrating reality of how this story has transpired, is that for generations, Indigenous nations, survivors, their families, have known about these disappearances, and they've been looking for answers. Uh, you know, so it's great to see the attention placed on it now, but really, this is a story generations in the making. Why did it take so long, and how did this finally come to light in such a concrete way? A big component of it is that there is such a sizable um, financial barrier to the kind of investigatory work that needs to happen in order to discover where these unmarked burials are. After 1920, the federal government wasn't receiving any sort of information regarding mortality in these schools. Mm -hmm. Not because there wasn't mortality taking place, but because the government decided they no longer wanted to receive that information. Part of what was going on was the mortality was completely out of control in these schools. So following 1920, those records just weren't being sort of organized in a coherent way. As a result, a lot of it was underreported. A lot of the information was lost. And in other cases, it was just never communicated at all. So what ended up happening is there was a real communication breakdown. Now, as much as Indigenous populations knew this to be true, that there were bodies, there were discoveries that needed to be made, and that there were children that were lost, Uh, You know, there really wasn't an urgency on the part of the government to respond to this issue. Yeah, the government dropped the ball. It was not the government that did this work to to provide this evidence, right? No, exactly. It's entirely being led by Indigenous people. And even in the case of the most recent discovery, that was funded through a provincial grant program because there was no federal money available. So again, this sort of speaks to a gap in how, you know, the feds are supporting this kind of work ongoing. And there's all kind of talk now about the feds being pushed to get involved and uncover all of these um, sort of sites across the country. Any idea how many more there might be? Is it in every province? Yeah, I mean, the the scale of this is really difficult to know. What I would assume and what I've sort of been communicating and, and hearing from my circles as well is that this isn't going to be an isolated occurrence um, by any stretch of the imagination. Where there were 139 schools all across the country from coast to coast to coast, it would be 
totally reasonable to assume that we're going to be looking in the thousands of, of unmarked burials, I would say. Unbelievable. Now, now it seems to me it's vitally important that we do everything we can to identify as many of these children as possible, track down their families, their survivors, and offer some kind of an explanation finally after all this time. Is that the focus now to sort of, to actually, you know, mark these people down in our country's history in some official capacity? It's such an important point. It's not just finding graves. It's reclaiming those stories. Finding those children, understanding what their legacies, what their histories are. Uh, You know, and for families, they were often not even notified that anything had happened to their children at all. It would just be when other kids would start returning and theirs wouldn't. In other cases, they might receive a letter months after the fact saying that their child had been unenrolled. You know, and that sort of that sort of lack of transparency, lack of communication would be devastating. So absolutely, it's it's not just looking for the physical no. sites. It's also that archival work of tracking down these histories. You know, Catherine, this discovery and all the news around it, really, I think it's been a recalibration for a lot of Canadians. I'm, I'm hearing a lot more people tell their stories of what they went through and said, yeah, we knew this. You know, this happened to my grandfather. He, he was just taken and never came back kind of a thing. But I think... This discovery, for some reason, has elevated this discussion to a new level in our country. Do you think we'll finally see some progress where we have failed so many times on this file? Yeah, I mean, I'm so pessimistic in so many ways, but I'm really hopeful that this is going to be a moment when really things start to shift in a positive way. So, you know, I'm I'm sort of um, hesitant, but also optimistic that this is going to be what it takes to really see some important movement. If for no other reason that it's just uh, increasing the amount of awareness across settler colonial Canada, this is no longer just the story being circulated within Indigenous right. populations. Um, you know, there's lots of talk in Ottawa uh, that maybe we've moved past partisanship on this issue. Uh, Aaron O'Toole, Jagmeet Singh, saying they will support Justin Trudeau on whatever he needs to do to uncover the rest of these sites. It sounds like a monumental task to me. I mean, is it something that we would see unfold, you know, not over the course of this summer by any means? It would probably take a very, very long time to get to the bottom of this. I, I would agree completely, yeah, because it's not only just this, the actual surveys of the sites and using the ground penetrating sonar to actually locate the physical sites. Mm-hmm. It's also all the background work that needs to be done, tracking down archival records, looking for old correspondence between agents and schools and churches and the government, and also making sure that it's done in a really sensitive, culturally appropriate way, ensuring that each band has their own opportunity uh, to shape this process into what their people need. Uh, because again, this is a big source of trauma and, you know, re-traumatization for a lot of people who've already experienced so much related to these sites. Yeah. So I think it's really important that that upfront work takes place as well, and that's not going to be a quick process. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a long time, and uh, and as you say, we have to be cognizant of the fact that although this was widely accepted and understood within these communities, this verification and all this attention is traumatic for the people who survive these situations. Absolutely, yeah, and and certainly for some people, it's also going to be an opportunity to uh, discover more about their own identity, their own histories that for generations may have been sort of uh, disappeared or not seen by them as well. So certainly there's there's a lot of different factors at play for how this process needs to proceed. 
Catherine, thank you so much for your time this morning. A great insight. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. That is Catherine Morton Richards, a PhD candidate at Memorial University in Newfoundland, and uh, she's done a tremendous amount of work around this.